Now, for the best two hours in radio, it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. Here's your host, Seth Henniger. We are so excited to be here with you. What makes the Varsity so good? I think it's always the people that I get to do this show with. He was a former Gunnersville Basketball Center, which is appropriate because we're having Gunnersville basketball players. My good friend, Trevor Holsenbach. Yes, sir. Awesome. Also in the studio, he's not coming on the microphone, but he's helping run the videos. My good friend, Samuel Hewitt. And then let us never forget the man who pushes the button, slides the sliders, makes the music and the memes move left to right. He also has Oompa Loompas, I'm convinced, somewhere in the <laughs> studio. We call him the Willy Wonka Radio. Steven Spiegel. I always have them hidden, so you never see them. But yeah, I've got my little helpers around here. That's hey, unfortunate. Hope you're yes. having a great day. Got a good good show lined up. A lot of great memes. We've got some headlines. We've got some good videos. And, of course, we'll be checking in with our own sports analyst, Greg Glasscock. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a great day. We have Brody Perry and Jackson Porch. They're going to be showing up in the studio from Gunnersville High School. Trevor knows this. Gunnersville High School Wildcats, they are always strong in basketball. For sure, for sure. Always. Did you enjoy being a part of that team? I did. It was exciting. Some Very good years. Man, I, I went and watched one of their games that got intense. It was great. Oh, yeah, always. Beautiful moment. Hey, we're going to start with one of my favorite things. The whole show, it makes me laugh. It'll make you laugh. Memes of the week. First one. I had no idea that pizza rolls came from the 90s. <laughs> But have you ever eaten a pizza roll, Trevor? Yes. There's a art to eating a perfect pizza roll. Right, right. And this meme says it perfectly because loft tip, buy off the corner of your pizza roll and blow into it instantly for easy cooling, right? If you don't, you burn your mouth, that's for sure. So do you put yours in the oven or the microwave? The oven. Uh, Steven, oven or microwave? Oven is just crispier that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And this is hilarious because this is true if you've ever eaten pizza rolls. You put the whole thing in your mouth, then you do the open chewing while <laughs> exhaling flames like a dragon. That's true. Oh, yeah, for sure. I hate burning my mouth. I hate it so the bad. The worst. The worst. Do you like The Office, Trevor? I do. Good show. I do. Steven, I want a pair of these shoes. <laughs> I just think they're legit. Yeah. I just think I would get so much respect from people. Especially mm-hmm. Jersey Mike there. Who needs know? Air Jordans? You need Air Office. That's right. Yeah. Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> uh-huh. I love the Dwats on there. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, Prison Mike there. Okay, and then from our very own Matt Mitchell in Alabama. Happy first day of fall. Some exclusions may apply. See the South for details. So my question is, do you think fall stays, or do you think we're getting another summer? Another summer, for another sure. Summer. No question another, about it. Another yeah. summer. Okay. I haven't consulted the Woolly Worm yet. If you know The that, Woolly Worm? The Woolly Worm. If you've never heard of the Woolly Worm, that's how you figure <laughs> out if you're going to have a hard winter or not. It's this little caterpillar. It's woolly, and sometimes it's orange, sometimes it's brown, sometimes it's black. But the right. different colors on its back kind of tell you how winter's going to start. How it's going to be in the middle and how it's going to end off. That's what my granny told me anyway. So I was yeah. this many days old when I found that out. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. It usually holds pretty true, too. Did you used to do that back as a kid, though? Oh, yeah, That's man. That's legit. We'd always look for the woolly worm. It would tell us what kind of winter we're going to have. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I don't know how they know. They just know. It's pretty accurate, actually. This cracks me up. The battle, and, you know, The Chosen brings this out right. more, I feel like, if you've ever watched The Chosen. But this is hilarious. John in his writings. I like how he calls himself the beloved. That's it. The the one that Jesus loved. The favorite. 
but he was the one that wrote it, right? And I like this right here. It's Peter running. It says, don't write it. Don't you dare. And John is running up beside him. Then right beside him in John chapter 20, verse 4, they both ran together. The other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. John. John was intense, right, Stephen? He was. He I was. mean, that's hilarious. I'm the one Jesus loved, right? Mm. I'm his favorite. <laughs> I love that. Wanted someone to feed me Doritos so my fingers don't go orange. No weirdos. That's right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be handy? That would. Stephen? It's kind of an oxymoron. If you're having somebody else feed you Doritos, it's weird in and of itself. I've seen these little devices. They go on your fingers, right? Yes. And they extend out kind of like chopsticks. Yes. And so you can just use your fingers, push them down in there, and then you kind of scissor them yeah. together, and yeah. then you eat them. So no cheese dust. Well, here's my question, yeah. though. Y'all be real with me. I need you to be real. Y'all lick that off your fingers, don't you? 100%. Oh, yeah. I know you do. Now, y'all act like you don't want to do it. I mean, you don't like the stain from it, but the, the taste right. of it. If you ever don't lick it and you try to like pinch it between your fingers, yes. you just keep rolling that stuff for yeah. like an hour. It keeps coming off and then underneath your fingernails. But here's the deal. This is something I learned during the pandemic. Yes. Because if you have used hand sanitizer, which right. we've all learned to do, yes. before you reach your hand down in the Doritos or the Cheetos, and right. then you're licking your fingers, you get that, that tinge of sanitizer taste. Wow. It's, it's not okay with the cheese That's dust. Not it's not okay. It's not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could see how that happens. Yeah. This is my shout-out to Clay Miner. He posted this. Solid book review, and there's somebody sleeping, reading a book called How to Sleep Well. Solid book review. Mm. I like that. That's that's hilarious. It worked. And uh, <laughs> By the way, there's a hurricane coming. I'm not trying to make a mm. lot of it. Yes, I am a little bit, but a um, little weather advice. If your home is hit by a dolphin, do not go out to see if the dolphin is okay. That's how hurricanes trick you into coming outside. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, solid advice for those down in If Florida. I saw a dolphin, I'd be coming outside. I know. Yeah. And that's how the hurricane gets you. Now, if I saw a Just, gator, I might not be coming outside. No. I have right. been watching a lot of gator videos. Uh, I've got a gator video coming your way. Actually, two of them on the show today. Come on, somebody. That's good stuff. It's going to be good. Hey, we're going to take a break, but you don't want to miss what's about to go down at Varsity Radio Show online on uh, Facebook. Come check us out. We want to see you there. Communicate with us. We'll talk back. We're going to do videos. We're going to talk about art. It's going to be fun. Check us out. The FCA Moment of the Week. Well, today we're sad, but our two uh, callers, people who call in, they're in Kansas City. They're across the street from the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium. And uh, I miss them today, but we want to tell you what's going on, what we know is going on in FCA 1. And I always say this, and Trevor, I don't know if you were, were you ever a part of FCA huddle at Gunnersville High School? Being a part of a huddle, what does that mean? There's huddles in every school, and it's basically a small group of people who are doing a really cool thing. They're meeting together. I know at Gunnersville, usually every other week. Yeah. Uh, And so... uh, be a part of a huddle. If you're not, you can find a group, a small group of Christians who are living out their faith together at your school. It's called FCA. And uh, you'll want to be a part of that. If you don't have one, you can always go on their website, uh, NorthAlabamaFCA.org, and they will hook you up with somebody or help you start one. But they have a huge event. It comes on every November. Me and Steven have been to this event before. 
Trevor, you I'm probably good. have. Yeah. It's called the Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. It's really cool. It's a really neat thing. Uh, it's at the Gunnersville High School gym this year, Thursday, November the 17th. And they usually have some Chick-fil-A in the morning. You get a little Chick-fil-A oh, yeah. biscuit, a little Chick-fil-A love. Hey, let's touch on this for the people listening to us over in Calman yeah. and up in, in Madison County. Because they're going to have the Calman County kickoff to the prayer breakfast. It's going to be Wednesday, November 16th. At 6.30, going to be at First Baptist Church in Coleman. You can't miss that church. It's iconic right there yes. in the middle. All right, then. Egg beater Jesus. No, that's, that's Huntsville. I'm oh, talking, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking Coleman. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was looking now, at Huntsville. Madison County, Friday, November 18th. It's going to be at the First Baptist Huntsville. Now, go ahead and say it. Egg beater Jesus. There you go. There you go. That fits. <laughs> it's there. 6.45 a.m. It's going to be a lot of fun on that Friday. So, yeah, there you go. More information can be found at NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Yeah, and they always have an Alabama and Auburn player speak. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it Free really breakfast. is. breakfast. Great mm-hmm. idea. Uh, and then uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I can't see. Right yeah. There. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of a hard one to read, so uh, let me boost you it read for it you for real quick. There it is. Yeah. Okay. we got all kinds so, of stuff. So, Coach's Spouse Timeout Weekend's coming in January. Iron Bowl prayer breakfast. They just did message from the mound. They're always doing some awesome stuff. Uh, and uh, but yeah, those are the big things. Iron Bowl prayer breakfast, coach spouse timeout weekend coming January thirteenth through the fifteenth. Always say Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. There you go. Uh, you can be a part of any of that. Again, I say go to North Alabama FCA. Is it dot org, Stephen? Dot org. Dot org. And you can find out any of that information. But, hey, join our partners there. They are really fantastic. They're making a huge difference in schools, in their communities, everywhere. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Steven? Very cool. Hey, we got Clutch coming up. What are we talking about today? We are talking about being revivalist. It'll be a cool story. Nice. Looking yeah. forward to it. The Clutch Moment. Yeah, today I want to talk to you about being a revivalist. So what is a revivalist? And I, I'm going to define it for you as the internet says it. I don't know if that's true, but this is how the internet says it. A revivalist is someone who revives what is dead, sleeping, or dormant. To revive is to bring your spirit back to do what it was meant to do from the beginning. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I believe God does not want us to just merely exist and get by as Christians, but to operate at a whole new level. So and, I'll, and, and, and let me give you a biblical example of this. It's found in Acts chapter 5, 12 through 16. The apostles were performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade. But no one else dared to join them, even though all the people had high regard for them. Yet more and more people believed and were brought to the Lord. Crowds of both men and women. As a result of the apostles' work, now get this, sick people were brought out into the streets on beds and mats so that, I love this, Peter's shadow might fall across some of them as he went by. Crowds came from the villages around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits. And they were, I like this, all healed. Man, that's powerful. By Peter's shadow. Did you get that point? Peter's shadow. 
So, how do we become revivalists? And the first thing I want to say to you today is we got to believe that God can use us. I have to believe that God can use me. I think so often we hear great stories of others being used. We, we can even almost imagine God using us sometimes, but until we actually believe it, God very often doesn't do things through us, yeah. right? And Trevor, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm about to ask you another question, but I think when we think of uh, of Christian success, we think of people like Billy Graham, yeah, Mother Teresa. We think about people who have done huge things that everybody always knows about. But we we forget that God uses us in our context right. or in our group of people that only we touch, right? Yeah. So how, this is my question to you, how do we know that God can and will use us, Trevor? And just looking at the storyline of Scripture, seeing all those people just like me and you, you know, the people like Moses and Paul. I mean, we look at Paul. Look at where he came, you know, persecuting yeah. Christians. And the, I love this uh, quote that I heard. You know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so, so that's, that's all of us. And I think yeah. it's that simple. Man, God can use us too. We're very unqualified. Right. Yeah, that's me. I'm very I'm very flawed. I'm, a, I'm aware every day when I wake up yeah. and I look in the mirror, I aware how, I'm aware of how flawed I am. Mm. Number two. We need to ask God to open we need to ask God to open our eyes to those around us. Galatians 6 2 through 3 says this share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are to I love Paul when he says stuff like this. If you think you're too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. Mm. Don't you like how Paul said that? Yeah, that's good. You're not as important as you think you are. You've got to help people, right? Right. And uh, I, I thought I put a question there, but apparently I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, number three, I, I want to say this. If you think, uh, no, sorry, here we go. The question is this. What are some ways we can begin to notice those in need around us? How do we begin to notice man, people I, hurting around us? Man, I think it's just shifting the focus on to others. I mean, that's what Jesus tells us in the Scripture. You know, focus on others. Love God, love others. And and sometimes it just takes me being slow enough to realize, hey, this is what God's called me to do. And I pass those people every day. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm just going too fast. I'm too busy to realize it. Just opening our eyes, slowing down. Yeah. To be yeah. able to see it. That's so good. Number three, the last thing, my last point here. Step out in faith and begin to act, right? We can hear, we can know, but we got to start doing. So right. when we move, then I believe God moves. So this is my last question, Trevor. What are some ways we that we can begin to step out and act for Jesus on Jesus' behalf? In our community, I mean, what it looks like to serve, everything's already there for us. We just got to start participating in it. And so, you know, if you're in sports, if you're in school, that, that's going to FCA. I mean, we just talked about yeah. it. It's, it's plugging into your local youth group. And our youth groups around here are so many powerful, impactive youth groups. And it's just being able to plug into these things that God started. And then, and then going out of those youth groups, you know, what your youth pastor takes you and sharing with those in school, outside of school. So good. So good. And that's my challenge for you today. Hey, we're going to pray. We're going to pray that God makes you a revivalist. God, we come to you today and we pray that everyone listening at this moment would 
they would accept, embrace, and begin to move in being a revivalist, God help them make a difference where they've never made a difference before. Help them to realize that you've called each and every one of them to do and be something for you. Touch us and be near us. In your holy and awesome name we pray. Amen. A cool thing I saw this week, and yeah. it's kind of emotional. This happened locally. This is why I highlighted this. But in Crossville, uh, which is one of the schools we actually interview, uh, there this really cool thing happened, not a dry eye, talking about an unselfish queen. Uh, Crossville High School, they were playing Southeastern High School for Homecoming. And senior... Uh, can you read that? I I, I struggle. Sure. <laughs> you give me the hard Julie. Word. Yeah, let's call her Julie Franco Ramos. Yes, was okay. crowned 2022 homecoming queen at our school tonight. Right, and after yeah. re- after receiving the crown, she turned to the principal and she asked if she could forfeit it. Which I think this is incredible. You see this on movies, but this happened just down the road from us. And give it to the first alternate, which actually was uh, Liliana. Uh, Roku, we'll just say that. And uh, so, what makes this so special was that Liliana was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and she spends most of her time in a wheelchair. But if you know anything about her, they said, uh, you know that she always had a, spot, a smile and she always regained the respect of her peers. Uh, and the, I just, I think this is an awesome moment because it's so unselfish. That they acted like this, and they said there wasn't a draw in the stadium, Stephen. Yeah. And cross, I, I, I just, I love stories like that, and so I, I want to shout out Julia. We're proud of you. You made your school proud. What an awesome thing. That's cool that the school, man, that's awesome, is doing stuff like that, and uh, well deserved for Liliana. Really cool for Julia. Also, every year Tim Tebow. Auctions off his Heisman Trophy. The no. winner gets to keep his trophy for a year. The country singer Luke Bryan actually has it right now. He's raised millions of dollars for charities uh, yeah. over the past decade. What a cool thing to do. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. And uh, he's he's just an awesome guy. Cool thing. He'll be at PLT with FCA next year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is going to be really cool. Are y'all Bama fans? Yes, uh, I am. You are too? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Well, then I can appropriately show this, Stephen. Uh, the schedule that people want Alabama to face mm-hmm. uh, is it, it looks something like this. Y'all tell me if you agree or not. But right there, Alabama schedule haters want week one Ohio State, week two Clemson, week three Georgia, week four New England, week five the eighty-five Chicago Bears. Week six, the eighty-five actual bears, right? The uh, I don't know what that one is, Stephen. Maybe you can help me. The, okay. the at the USS Nimitz. Mm-hmm. What is that? I should I should know that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, week eight at the Avengers. Week nine at the Volcano Idol. We get one week off though. That's very kind of them. Week eleven, the New England again, and then we get. Well, this year a powder puff with Auburn. So, uh, anyway, so you agree? Oh yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what people want. Oh, yeah. The yeah. hardest game would be Auburn if it was in Jordan Hare. That's true, but it's not. Thank God this week. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, also some cool things happened this week. 
in the NFL, since we're going there, cool thing happened. Jalen Hurts uh, set a record this year, uh, this week. He's the first cornerback in NFL history to pass for 900 yards, have 150 yards rushing in the first three games of the season. That's good. Wow, that's very good. In the history of the NFL. That's a big deal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, if you go to the University of Alabama, which in my opinion is the best, <laughs> you get to be a part of the family forever and always. Yeah. It's yes, it's an important thing. Well, you know, really it's an iconic brand. It reaches not only the U.S., but it reaches into other countries. In fact, I saw a little, um, it was a press conference with Nick Saban, and you know how Nick is with the media, right? Yes, I enjoy yeah. that very much so. <laughs> he was very nice. He was very kind because he got a really cool question, and it was something he honestly didn't know about. Really? Here, take a look at this. See what you think about this. Could you say some words to all the fan base, Alabama fans in Mexico and Latin America? Did you know that... We broadcast the games to 17 countries down south the, the border. What is your opinion about that? And if you could say some words to all the people in Mexico. Thank you very much. Gracias. Yeah, well, we appreciate all the fan support that we get in Mexico. And I wasn't aware of, you know, all these places that, you know, watch us. But I do know that uh, we have an iconic brand uh, that sort of spreads not only throughout the United States, but in some of the boarding countries in Europe. Um, so, and I think that's a good thing for our program, and I know it's a great thing for our players. But, you know, we appreciate the support. We love it that you uh, love Alabama, and I'll just say roll tap to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I have been in uh, in Peru, in the jungles of Peru, and a guy was wearing an Alabama shirt. Wow. That's awesome. Kid you not. He's the last city before you, the only way you can get to the villages was with a boat. I, I've been in... I've been to non-different countries in almost every airport I've ever gone in all over the world, Stephen. You, if you wear an Alabama shirt, you'll hear Roll Tide. Yep. You can be in Europe, South America, Dominican yeah. Republic. I've heard it. Everywhere. It's crazy. It, just out of nowhere, you'll hear Roll Tide. <laughs> that guy right there. <laughs> Love it. The Varsity Athlete Interview. So excited to be joined by Guntersville High School greats, Brody Perry. Uh, he's a basketball guard, and uh, Jackson Porch, he's a shooting guard. So I figured today I had to bring the big guns, the former center of Guntersville High School, <laughs> Trevor. What's up, what's up? That's right, man. I figured I needed to bring somebody with the brains who knew what he was talking about. So how long have you two played basketball? Been playing about since kindergarten. Kindergarten, awesome. Yeah, I probably started in like young, probably like second grade or so. Kindergarten, second grade, awesome. My first memory from basketball is shooting on the wrong hoop and scoring. Come on, man. <laughs> Do they still count it against you in kindergarten? They did. They did. Yeah, that's rough. Wow, they're gonna make you learn by pain. I understand. It's, it's hurtful, but I understand. Yeah. Uh, what do you like most about your team this year? Uh, I think we'll be able to score against any defense and stuff like that. So I like that we can play with anybody, and I think that'll help us down the line. I think we have a lot of scoring this year, and we have a lot more depth than the team would usually have. We have about nine or ten guys that we can trust and play this year. That's awesome. They're guard heavy out here, so we're going to have a lot of shooting, sounds like. A lot yeah. of outscoring people. 
What are your least favorite or your favorite drills? Oh, there's this uh, cone drill that's my least favorite. Oh, man. Explain the drill. All right, so you have, you start at half court, and there's uh, four cones in front of the basket, and every move is uh, like a crossover between the leg, behind the back, something. And, uh, I mean, when you have like six or seven guys doing it like we do in first period sometimes, like, and he just makes you keep going, it'll... It'll kill you. But my favorite is probably this uh, shooting drill we do. There's one person on the inside in the paint, and there's two guards, and uh, a coach will throw us a ball, and we get one pass. If You either shoot it when you uh, defender picks which one they want to close out to, and you shoot it or pass it. And I like, I like that drill a lot. But. My favorite drill is also the one more shooting, but my least favorite is probably shell drill. Like yeah. Everyone yeah. knows shell mm, drill. It's just, that hurts. Just rotating defense. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's working all the spots in defense. The coaches just move the ball around the whole time, and you're just sliding around defense from, like, on ball to help. Yeah. Wow. What do you think is the most beneficial drill? I would say shell drill for the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though it's rough, I mean, it's probably, it helps the most. Probably me. shell drill because we know we're getting defense. Also, what's the drill called that we do in the morning every day? I think it's called, like, 54 shooting or something like that. Yeah, it's just a shooting drill where we get layups, pull-ups, and the threes, working against a D-man. Awesome. Well, tell me this. What kind of things do y'all do to get prepared for a game? I guess when I'm asking, like, what are the mental things that you do? It's game day. You got a few hours till the game. What is the process? Do you have some lucky charm stuff that you do? Is it got a routine that you have? What What's that look like? Well, I mean, uh, during game day, if it's a school day, I mean, I won't usually pay attention to much. I'll just be locked in and focused and uh, either have my airpods in if like if I'm not doing anything in the class or uh, I'll be watching film on the game that night or whatever but either one of those two things most of the time I don't have any like specific superstitions or anything like that but I usually just like to listen to music before the game kind of be left alone a little bit still able to lock in so you don't you don't have like the wear the socks all season long no no sir uh-uh. I'm glad I'm yeah, glad that y'all wash your socks. That's a beautiful thing. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. One thing I remember, the preparation for the games. I mean, it's just something different. When you know all those people are out there know. waiting to see you come out of that tunnel, man, yeah. the the feeling. Yeah, the What's adre- the feeling? Adre- adrenaline rush is crazy. Yeah. Nothing like it. And Gunnersville usually has a pretty good turnout to the games. Yeah, right. A lot of, right. People, a lot of people you know are at the game. So what are some of y'all's favorite Coach Self quotes? <laughs> I'll tell you one of my least favorites is go. get on the line. Give us that. <laughs> get on the line. Get on, get on the, the line. line. He encourages us a lot with a lot of different ones, yeah. but uh, Feel Good Friday, that's kind of like an inside theme, but that, that might be one of my favorite ones he has. From day one, I can remember a quote, just a quiet gym is a losing gym, and he told us that from every, ever since I've been here. He's big on communication, talking to one another and picking each other up, so that's probably one of the quotes I remember from him the most. Yeah. A quiet gym? It's a losing gym. It's a losing mm. gym. I like that. Tell us about Coach Self. What does Coach Self mean to you personally? Uh, I mean, he's a, he means a lot to me. I mean, I've been with him for four years now, ever since ninth grade. So we have a pretty good relationship. He's always there for me. So if I need him or if I need anything, he's always, I can text him about anything, let him know, and he'll respond fast. I mean, he'll just, he's always there. So that's a plus. I can agree with that. Uh, I look at him as a role model, and I played for 
a couple of different coaches. I can speak for Coach Self. He's the most, like, I've had a relationship with, and I feel like he cares for all of us, and he'd do anything for us. Definitely. I was telling Trevor this before. We've actually had Coach Self on here two or three times. Once is the Douglas basketball coach, <laughs> and I believe twice is the Gunnersville coach. And Coach Self, I can genuinely say, is one of my favorite coaches in Marshall County. Any sport at all, I just think you're lucky. Yeah. So, Brody? Yes. What is it about your parents and your brother that inspires you? Uh, I just always look up to them. I mean, they're always just like, I mean, Coach Self, but in a different way, uh, clearly. But uh, they're just always there, and they're my role models in my life. So, I can always look up, and if they need, if I need anything, they're there or anything like that. Yeah. Jackson, you said that your dad and Kyle Corver inspires you. Who is Kyle Corver? He's a he's a retired uh, NBA player. He played he played for the Hawks and a couple other teams, but he's just a really good shooter. Okay. So, and, how's your dad inspired? And then I said my dad. My dad's definitely my biggest role model in my life, and somebody who I spend some of the most time with, and I look up to him so much, and everything that he helps me with. That's awesome, man. Good answer. Hey, let's go back to Jackson here. First, I want to say, let's ramp up the intensity here. I hear that y'all's first game is against Albertville. Is that right? It is. So, man, that's different. First game against Albertville at Albertville. With that said, what is the biggest game you want to win all year? Mm. Uh, I don't know about a specific game, but I'd say as you go down more the line, win the area championship, building on that, Sweet 16, Elite 8, going to Birmingham. Yeah. But definitely beating your rivals like Albertville, Arab, that's always that's, that's always, always a good thing. Good. How about you, Brody? Uh, I think, I mean, I would love to win uh, both Albertville games, their biggest rival, like you said. So, I mean, those are definitely W's in my book, I feel like. And uh, just a uh, county tournament, I would love to win that. That's a big one. Uh, area, and then down the line, Sweet 16, Elite 8, and push her that Birmingham. Yeah, and I, f- I forgot about but the county tournament's definitely a big thing. We haven't won that in a while, and that'd be great for our seniors. Yeah. What was the biggest win you had last year? Probably the area championship. It was a good game, so and I feel like that was that's what like carried our team over to get to that Sweet 16 and Elite 8 last year. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, what was that like, Jacksonville? I mean, I never played there. I never got to play there. So I what mean, is- it was... Last year, I didn't either. I got to play uh, that Ramsey game. I had the flu, so I didn't play in it. But uh, I've been I've been there the previous two. But uh, I mean, it's just a different feeling than Gunnersville. It's just a different feeling than the home game. I mean, it's a you know you got a bigger crowd out there. You know you got you got the whole student section there, the whole student body. I mean, it's it's a good feeling to have going out there and playing in front of everybody. Brody, what do you think your contribution is to the team? Uh, I feel like I'm just like a I'm a good leader, so I feel like I can always pick everybody up and uh, just be there for people when they need it and if they ever do need it to come to me. How about you, Jackson? You're new to the team. What do you believe your contribution is? Just knocking down shots when we need a big shot, playmaking for the team, and just trying to lead by example. And if anyone ever needs anything, I'd be here for them. Very good. Brody, yes. you put you like the 730 games. What is it about those? When when do those usually get played, and why do you like them so much? Uh, well, those usually get played, I mean, mostly every time we have a game. Those, that's just the time that uh, 
varsity boys play mostly around here anyways but and it's just it gives you that feeling i mean when you hear 7 30 it's just like football games for the football players like they hit like that seven o'clock time and it's just, it gets that blood pumping when you hear 7 30 basketball season so it's game time yep you know it's ready it's game time excited man oh yeah we talked about this a little bit but how do you prepare for a home game versus an away game how That's does good. how do y'all do that well i mean it definitely depends uh team i mean if it's a big area game we're i mean we're that whole uh three days or however many days we get to prepare i mean we're film we're we're i mean we're getting after them and especially if it's a bigger area like we gotta win this one i mean it's a lock-in all week about them yeah no matter who the opponent is you're still gonna watch film so you know your opponent but I'd say more towards an away game. It's going to be a lot more adversity stuff in practice, like training with the pad on layups. You're, you know you're probably going to get fouled. You might not get a call that you want. It's just yeah. going in there knowing that. That's good. Jackson, tell me about an upperclassman that you look up to or that's inspired you, both of you. Definitely probably Brandon, just all the stuff he's achieved while he's been at Gunnersville. We know, we know he's our guy. We're, we do anything for him. We're going to give him the ball, and he's just he's a very good leader for us. Yeah, I agree. Brandon, I mean, we're in the same grade, so, uh, I mean, it's, I look up to him still, though, even if not an upperclassman. He's just, he's been our leader for four years. He's been on varsity for four years, so he's our go-to guy, and, I mean, he's always talking and picking up people and just a good leader for us, so. So good. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You can come join us over at App Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live for a little fun. We're just going to be gone for a minute, and we'll be back with the fun stuff. See you soon. How far do you think you can go? I think we can definitely achieve Birmingham. I mean, it all comes down to beating Scottsboro. Is that Final Four? Yes, sir. And then yes. once, once you get to Birmingham, anything can happen. Who is in uh, y'all's area this year? Scott Scottsboro, A-Rod, yeah. Fairview. Yeah. Okay. Trevor, tell us about your favorite game. Favorite game? Yeah. A long time ago. Man, it's, I'm getting old. <laughs> I can't even remember. Welcome. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I just remember those home Probably senior night, I guess I would say. Just that, you know, it's the last time you're going to play there. I don't know. I guess it was just like everything that you hope for, everything that you dream for, work for, came to an end. And it was like just exciting, I guess, to see all those people out there supporting you, cheering for you. What was I, the furthest y'all went while you were at Gunnersville? We went to... I went to Jacksonville. When I was a here. sophomore and a junior... I didn't get to play, but I like got to sat the sat the bench and got to go with them. We got to the Elite Eight twice, I think. Yeah. I think when CJ played and the grade above them, so CJ's junior year and sophomore year. What's the farthest you guys have been? Last year we got to the Elite Eight and lost to Ramsey. Is that Jacksonville? Yes, Sweet Sixteen starts Jacksonville, so we got to play two games at Jacksonville and one away from Birmingham. You like playing there? I do. It's a real good atmosphere, so it's fun to play in. Fun. Is it different? It is different. How's it different? Just, uh, I mean, just the the crowd. It's just a different feeling. Like, it's just, it's a bigger court, first of all. I mean, it's a bigger than, like, a high school regulation. So, that it's like, that, that gets you, like, your breath a little bit more. And it's just, when you look up and see just stands all around and to the it's just it's different right. but also playing at Jacksonville is different just because even stuff like the depth perception that's what i was like gonna say yeah, it's crazy it's a yeah. lot, it's a lot like different the, the goal feels different i mean yeah. shooting everything oh, yeah. and just... like the goals there like they're actually on the ground they don't come down from the ceiling 
this. It's just stuff like that. It's different. Wow. I had no idea there was yeah, so much detail. So much detail. That little like goal movement, uh, like a big adjustment on the court. All right, we're back with Brody Perry and Jackson Porch. I hope they're having fun. We are. Uh, we're going to get into the fun stuff. So, Brody, why is The Bench Warmers your favorite movie? Oh, God. That's just, I could say every word in that movie, but uh, it's just a... Uh, it's just a good one to watch. I mean, you can watch it with anybody, and it's just it's just funny. It's every moment in there is something to laugh about. I'm guessing that's the same reason with you, Jackson. Yeah, it's with just, the hate flight. It's a big. It's just an action movie, roller coaster up and down. You never, you don't know what's going on the whole time till the very end. So it's just very entertaining. Wow. What do you do when you're not playing basketball? I enjoy spending time with my family, like spending time like walking the dogs, doing stuff like that. I play video games occasionally and hanging out with my friends. Brody, you said you're involved in clubs. Tell us about the clubs you're involved in. Uh, I'm involved in uh, FCA. I was involved in FBLA last year. I hadn't joined it yet this year. Uh, last year I was also involved in FCCLA, which is like a family consumer science, like a, one of those clubs. But they're just they're fun to be in, especially the FCA, the meetings, and it's just it's a fun time. I was going to ask you what your favorite one was. FCA. FCA. Yes. That's good. Jackson, are you in any clubs? I am. I was in FBLA last year as well, and I don't know if interning is the right word for it, but I'm, like, helping out with the FCA huddles. Nice. But it's definitely, it's great just being able to fellowship with all your friends. Yeah. Awesome. This is for you, Jackson. You say that you know a lot of sports facts. Tell me a sports fact I wouldn't normally know. Okay. I saw this one today um, when... Call of Duty comes out when there's a Call of Duty two times XP weekend. Kyler Murray and his careers oh twenty three and one. Wow, not looking good. Not looking mm. good <laughs> <laughs> for Kyler Murray. You think about another one while I ask Brody his most embarrassing moment. Oh yeah, my most embarrassing moment. I broke my nose at practice mm. uh, ah. last year. Like I mean, I started crying. Like it was out of place. So just seeing like. That was probably... If I broke my nose, I'd probably cry too, just throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, it. God, that was painful. That make you a wimp, man. Yeah. (laughs) Jackson, another useless sports fact that I need to know. Uh, I I don't know about just sports facts, but I'm I'm good on, like, more stats and stuff like that. Just knowing, like, different players and their stats. Who's your favorite player? My favorite player, probably... I, I like Giannis a lot. Okay. Greek freak. There we go. That's the way to go. There Probably go. all time. I like Larry Bird. Hey, what 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 about this most embarrassing basketball moment? I know Jackson wrote one down. I'm sure yeah. sure um, Brody's got one too. So this was the first time this ever happened to me. We were playing Oxford in the summer at Supreme Courts. I think we were up to start the game like eighteen to zero. <laughs> and <laughs> the guy the guy I was guarding the guy at the top of the key. He does he does just a simple in and out mm. and I, I just fall off my balance and I just like <laughs> It would have been it was bad. not as bad as if I was fell, but I stumbled backwards. I took like five steps and just stumbled backwards. Mm. It, that was probably and it, it was on film. People have videos. It was pretty it embarrassing. It was really bad. I mean, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> What's your basketball one? Uh, probably uh my most embarrassing, just like in general, is probably like when you when you shoot a bad shot and you know it's like mm-hmm. an air ball or it's like off the back of the backboard. That's just like that feeling inside you. Is, that, that hurts, but 
It's a good motivating feeling too, though. <laughs> yeah, isn't oh, it? yeah, yeah. I mean, then definitely makes you want to hit the next one. So just any type of turnover too is yeah. pretty embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, especially like a bad pass or something simple yeah. like that. That is just like, why did I do that? So Jackson, what video games do you play? Uh, usually just the sports ones like Madden or Two K. You know, I think I could play man tournaments if I could get somebody to play the defense, <laughs> and I'd just play offense. Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I hate playing defense on Madden. I think it's cool Jackson says that he wants to continue. Basically, you want to be a coach? You want to be a ref? You want to be... I just want to do something within basketball, yes, sir. Explain that. I've always loved basketball, and people like Coach Self inspire me, just like helping people out like that are my age and just like putting them on the right path in life. So definitely being a high school coach would be one thing or just like being in a NBA front office or something like that I think would be very cool. That'd be fun. Yes, sir. And, and also cool, Brody wants to go to the medical field. Mm. So yes. I think that's really cool. Where does that come from, Brody? Uh, Just the like medical field, maybe like a dentist or something like that. And just I've had my mouth worked on a lot, like uh, – just a lot of braces. I've had. I've. I finally got them off, and I have uh, just a lot of mouth stuff, and that leads me to dentistry. That's cool, man. Have either of you ever been dunked on? The closest uh, that's ever happened to me. I have not like tried to meet somebody at the rim, but one time <laughs> I was playing at a travel tournament in Atlanta, and I, I went up for a rebound, and we were playing this like kid that's probably six ten, close mm. to seven foot. And when I'm going up for the rebound, it comes off. It comes off the rim. He almost put back dunks it on me, but luckily he missed. Mm. So that was the closest situation I ever had to that. Yeah, I've never been dunked on or uh, like just. I've tried to jump with them, but uh, some of my friends say one time that I was I was close under right under him, but I think I was moving. Out of the yeah, way, they they so. usually blame me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it has anyone ever got dunked on like what you've been at Gunnersville? Uh. Let's see. I think Braden Graham did last year. When y'all played Ramsey. Yeah, I probably. think so, yeah. And I think in the summer, uh, the summertime, they played Jacksonville. Uh, and I think he got dunked on that game. Mm. So Jacksonville <laughs> kind of had home field advantage there, didn't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I think they played at, yeah, that summer. Super cool, man. Have you ever played NBA Jam? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yes. It's a great game. It's a great game. Michael Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> Jordan all day. I'm saying Jordan, too, all I day. I love it. I like these guys. I like these guys. You are smart. Two smart guys. <laughs> so, just like you talked about the guy that made such a big difference on your life, what kind of impact or legacy would you like to leave for those who are under you, underclassmen under you? I'd like to just be known that I like I was a good leader and maybe somebody take after me as soon as I leave and graduate and carry that on for a couple years until they graduate. How do you inspire and encourage those under you? How do y'all keep it's just or like, how do you build team, I guess what I'm asking. Uh there's definitely a, a way to it. Uh just picking them up. I mean if they're down, if they just made a mistake, just like an embarrassing bad pass or something like that, just pick them up and be there and just say, hey, you're good. Just uh, go to the next play. Just and build, build their confidence, really. Yeah, and that, that builds trust between y'all two and, and then eventually spreads to the whole team. Same thing I asked Brody Jackson. Tell me, what kind of legacy are you trying to leave? Do you want to leave? Well, with Gunnersville being a smaller community, most of like kids, it's like second, third grades that care about sports will be at the game. So if you can just 
be a good player and like be a good role model. They'll want to look up and be like you one day. And also, just if we could go to Birmingham and get a banner, just, I think having like your name on it, that would be a cool thing to do. Very cool. Awesome. That's the plan this year. There you go. The banner. I believe in you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brody's like, we're doing it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to make a run for it. I, I guess one last thing. So, you know, y'all both participate in FCA. And I kind of struggled with this in high school. But how do y'all let y'all's faith play into sports? I feel like you just have to you have to stay strong. There's a lot of stuff in high school that happens, and you just have to stay strong in your faith. And I feel like it's sometimes a struggle to like share it in the locker room, but you just have to persevere through that. Yeah, I, I feel I I agree with him to a point. Uh, I feel like you just like it goes back to building that trust and just talking to people, being there for people. I feel like if they need to talk about anything, that way. They can go to you instead of going to somebody else, and I feel like you're yeah. there for them to help them. So awesome! Well, guys, you two are incredible athletes, incredible guys, uh, and we are so glad that you were a part of this today. Yes, thank, thank you all for having, having us. us. Thank you so much. In all sincerity, uh, even with the guys gone, I, I mean this with all my heart. Uh, uh, but Coach Self. Pat, uh, Stephen can tell you, we've had a lot of coaches on in here. A lot of really good coaches. Coach Self is a player's coach. He loves the kids. He shows up for them. He's there for them. Uh, I've, I've watched him go above and beyond. Uh, and so it, it's just impressive. So when I, when I, their kids, when his kids come in yeah. here, I know what they got. They got something special that right. most most kids don't usually get. Yeah. And so, what do you remember about your coach at uh, Gunnersville? I... Man, it, it was good. I mean, fun. Some of the good times. You know, I grew up going playing basketball and j- just to experience those moments. I think like when they said, "You can you can never tell what it's going to be like until you get on the court." And and to so to see coaches like that and that that inspire you and pour into you. And I think more than anything, it's not just about the game, but it's about how they develop your character and seeing coaches like that who lead by example and who inspire your faith and, you know, push you to go to things like FCA and youth group and all those things. And I think that made the biggest impact. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, those guys will be in your life forever. Right. They're like forever people. And, uh, coach self like i said i remember the first time we had him here he was a coach at douglas yeah and they hired gunnersville hired him and i said that was a good show that was a good yeah good hire smart hire because i knew how much he cared right and uh it's a big difference the varsity freestyle all right i love freestyle because that means it's your chance to call in we get to talk to you you don't have to listen to the radio anymore you get to be a part of the radio and we're gonna add a little bonus there you get to win a five person all day pass to bnb video games it's right beside the pizza hut in albertville because where else would you want your 80 style arcade i mean let's be real let's be real all you gotta do is call in now you're like, I don't know the answers. Okay, we're going to help you. We're like phone a friend, and we have the answers. It's that easy. So question number one, and then call us. What color eyes do most humans have? What color eyes do most humans have? If you don't know, we'll help you through. 
You're not getting eliminated. Want to win? Call us now at 256-505-0885. We have a caller. We are so excited. The question is, do you have the answer? My question is, what color eyes do most humans have? Brown. You got it! Second question. What is the hardest rock on earth girls wear it when they get engaged? Diamond. Yes, it's a diamond. Number three. I'm going to help you with this. They just talked about being something on. What basketball move was banned from 1967 to 1976? Michael Jordan is famous for it. He's actually doing it on his logo on all the jerseys. Yes, you have won a five-person all-day pass to B&B Video Games. Way to go, Emily. We are so glad. You did a great job. Just hang on the line. I'll grab all your information and get this gift card sent your way, okay? Okay. Thanks for calling. Now, sports analyst Greg Glasscock. All right. We are so excited to hear Greg. Greg's so excited to hear his intro. And so it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. He it gets, is. I think this is the best part of your uh, week. Because it is. It's beautiful. Because today and hearing that intro again, yeah. Right. It ain't better than this. All fired yeah. up. And, uh, Greg, I want Got you to t- tell us what is going down in the wonderful world of sports in Marshall County. Well, last week, believe it or not, was a mid midway point of football. It was the uh, non-region week of games, and to be honest, we uh, county didn't do all that well playing non-region opponents. Uh, most of the county did get beat. Um, I know DAR won, and then I was at the Gunnersville Buckhorn game. Gunnersville won, even though that game was. Uh, for a little while, a little tougher than I thought. But I gotta give a lot of credit to Buckhorn. They've actually been a very good, very athletic team. Um, yeah, we had non-region games last week, and we get back into region plus this week. And with a hurt, um, I've only heard so far of two schools that have decided to move their games up to Thursday night. Um, I'll be out in Scottsboro Thursday for the Gunnersville-Scottsboro game. And I also heard it's Albertville's homecoming against Huntsville, and they've moved it up to Thursday. And maybe as the mm. week goes on, some others might move. Last I heard, I think there's a few schools that are kind of waiting to see what happens with the weather. Because I, I think really a lot of schools don't like to move away from Friday night. Yeah. And to be totally honest with you, on a personal basis, I don't really like the Thursday games because that makes Friday pretty tough for me, yeah. especially when you're on the road, you know. But uh, but a couple have changed, and some others might change, but we'll probably know more of that the next day or so um, about any other changes. But, yeah, back in the region play, and I would think after this week's games, the playoff picture in each region will really start to uh, – shaping up a little bit and we still got that collision course between arab and gunnersville coming up even though uh seth your knights got upset last week uh-uh. at home. unfortunately i saw that <laughs> yeah. i mean i wasn't there but i saw that that happened i was a little sad 
Yeah, it really shocked me. Homecoming at Arab and 14 came in and not only beat them, but shut them out. And from what I understand, 14 had a running game that Arab couldn't stop, which that might be trouble for Arab as far as Gunnersville is concerned, because Gunnersville really has a three-headed monster. Yeah. With, uh, you know, Antonio Spurgeon at quarterback, and in the backfield you've got C.J. Gomera, and then you've got Julian Jordan, and that kid's got moves that you just moves and acceleration you just can't teach. Yeah. Especially for a sophomore, he's really got a bright future. When he when he hits the hole, he's absolutely gone. Hey, Greg, something I noticed about the coverage of that is when the Arab Tribune got a hold of that. They had some backlash. A lot of people on Facebook didn't quite like the way that they reported that game. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw the Arab Tribune report it. Yeah. It's, yeah, I didn't see what were, were they talking about the Fort Payne game? Yes, they were talking about the Fort Payne game and just the way they kind of broke it down. I don't know if they felt like it was a little insensitive toward Arab, but I noticed there were a lot of angry people on Facebook. Go figure. Usually angry people are on Facebook. Oh, but. That, that never happens. <laughs> the thing about it, whether it's your home paper or not, I mean, if you get beat, you get beat. Exactly. That's, right. That's what I thought, too. But, I man, mean, I, I, you know, there were some angry people on Facebook. So go check that out sometime and see what you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll need to check that out because, you know, I would expect, you know, if Gunnersville got beat, beat bad, whatever, didn't play well, I would expect the advertiser gleam to be somewhat critical. I mean, the yeah. way I look at it, you praise the team and players if they do well, and if they don't do well, you should be able to take a little criticism. See? But, you know, we're such a sensitive world now. Yeah, fair and balanced, dude. I get it. I'm right there with you. I Greg, think the that, same way. Yeah. That'll preach, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Some good stuff. <laughs> I, I like I'll it. I'll get off my social soapbox now. No, that was good. That was good. You moved my heart right there. Uh, but anyway, yeah. What? Uh, so, Arab went down, unfortunately. Gunnersville won. Yeah. Who did Albertville yeah. play Bo last Lab. week? Uh, Albertville was off, so they off. did not lose. They won. Um, <laughs> they won. <laughs> they get, you know, and I, I kind of feel for them. Well, not really. But what I just <laughs> want to say was, you know, being, being in 7A, yeah. you know. It's huge. They, they, they're going to have a hard time. That's a whole different world in 7A. Yeah. Um, which I have heard a few talks around Albert Bull that this will be the year they'll get gunners full. And I just kind of kept my mouth shut, but you know, I'm thinking, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hey, let's let's settle it on the field. You there know? you go. Yeah. How so, about uh, Douglas? You know, being the I tell you, the Douglas Eagles keep flying high. They went to West Point and won. They won big, which West Point, you know, used to be a region opponent for Gunnersville. And I tell you, Douglas is looking good. And the one thing when you look at the region standings, it's a little deceiving. Douglas is down near the bottom at 0-2, but the two region games they have played have been against Arab and Gunnersville. Uh, so they played the hardest part of the region, so I really think if Douglas wins out, meaning, you know, if they beat Boaz, Crossville, and Sardis, I think they'll sneak in the playoffs at that number three or number four spot. Cause, I mean, let's face it, one and two should be wrapped up with Arab and Gunnersville. I think the winner... When those two teams play in Arab on October 14th, wow. I think the winner will get one, the loser should get two, 
And then three and four, I think, is going to be a race between probably Boaz, Douglas, and Scottsboro, which you might have to throw Sardis in the mix, too. They're playing better ball, which, you know, three and four is really up for grabs, but one and two should definitely be between um, A-Rab and Gunners. When I look at the schedule, and actually on the last week of region play, I don't remember where the game's at, but Douglas and Boaz play each other, so who knows when they play in late October. That could be for who makes the playoffs possibly and who doesn't. Yeah. So that should be interesting, you know, down the road. We also have, of course, don't want to forget about volleyball. It's no. going on now. The county, the county's strong as usual, and I'm actually on the way to Supreme Courts now to help Horizon Communications cover the semifinals and finals this evening, so I don't really know. I haven't heard a report how anybody has done today, but you've got A-Rab and Gunnersville ranked in uh, 5A, and you've got Boaz right on the outside looking in, you know, receiving votes. So, uh, volleyball strong in the county again, so uh, I'll go check that out, you know, see what's going on there, and then jump back in the football uh, later this week uh, in Scottsboro on Thursday. Greg, you get to have all the fun. <laughs> I, I admit I enjoy it. I, I, I hate the off season, even though it's not but a month or two during the summer. It seems like it's forever. Takes you forever know, and always. Boy, <laughs> I really enjoy it. After football, they getting into basketball, which is what I really love. Uh, I'm really excited about basketball this year. Real interested in Gunners wanting to see what they've got. They've got a good nucleus returning. So uh yeah. Let's let's keep it going. Yes, let's. sir. Well Greg, you are always a highlight of this show. Thank you so much for calling in, man. Sure thing. Look forward to uh talking to you guys next week and giving you a, a football uh update. Maybe we can get a better look at the playoffs starting uh next week. That'll be exciting, man. Thank you so much, Greg. You're welcome. Talk to y'all later. Bye. The Varsity Freestyle. Hey, that's the sound that lets you know, sadly, our show's come to an end. And no, Trevor doesn't sleep in this studio, unfortunately. <laughs> Steven does, but but Trevor doesn't. This is true. Okay, anyway. I really do. I, I <laughs> this is where you can find us on social media, on Facebook, at Varsity Radio Show. On Instagram at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. And then on Twitter at Varsity Radio 885 and on TikTok at Varsity Radio Show. And then podcasts everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. You can listen to this show on podcast tomorrow. See you there. Hey, we're so glad that we got to be with you today. We want to tell you about our two sponsors the Char Burger. They're the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. And let's never forget the 80 style experience. B&B Video Games with an 80 style arcade in the back. Video game retail store in the front that's right beside Pizza Hut. Where else are you going to put an 80s place? Hey, we're glad that you joined us today and we're a part of the Gunnersville Wildcats and we can't wait to see you back next week. 230 to 430, 885 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show.